0: Finding your voice is tough enough, but you have a story to tell, and that voice inside you has the power to make a far-reaching impact. I'm your podcast coach, Bethany Reed-Peterson. Join me weekdays here on Arrive Daily for Straight Talk Actionables to launch your pod, hone your message, and reach your audience. Hello, welcome back to Arrive Daily. I'm your host and podcast coach, Bethany Reed-Peterson. Happy freaking Friday to you. (laughs) After I recorded yesterday's episode all about monetizing your podcast as a new podcaster, I woke up this morning and I was thinking, you know what, I want to continue that episode because I had so much to talk about in yesterday's show. But I know that inevitably listeners are going to want to know, when did you start to see a return on your own podcasting, Bethany? So I'm gonna put rubber to the road here today, and I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about my journey of monetization and return on investment. And I really think that is the key today, is to think about return on investment. So we're chatting all about that today, on the show. Before we get started, I wanted to remind you that if you haven't yet gone and taken my amazing quiz, if I do say so myself, what's your podcast personality right after this episode, go and take this quiz. Not only is it super, super fun, but if you're thinking about starting a podcast or if you have a podcast, this is going to tell you all about who you are As a podcaster, we all have different personalities. So that's going to lend itself to how you have your own show. You can head on over to at slash quiz and take that quiz. I'm also going to put it in the show's description. All right, let's get started. So I mentioned that I want us to think about today on the show that key term return on investment, because so many new podcasters out there, and you know, veteran podcasters out there want to monetize their show or they're very concerned about a return on investment, but they're thinking about that return on investment strictly in monetary or financial terms, financial ROI. Of course, you will very likely put money into your show, whether it's to buy recording equipment, whether it's to pay an editor, whatever, right? You are most definitely going to put time as an investment into your show. My goal here for today's episode is to share with you my story and help you think a little bit more holistically about the returns that you're seeing in your own show, whether you're seeing a definite financial return on investment just yet, or you're maybe seeing other returns that you just hadn't really paid attention to. So I started arrived my first podcast in November of 2019. Now that podcast, originally was for my then-niche millennial single men back when I was still an interior designer and a design consultant. Now, I hadn't actually been working with that niche specifically very long. And that was one of the reasons why I actually wanted to start my own podcast is that I wanted to start really niching down, talking to these guys through a podcast about how they could make their home space amazing and incredible and how they could actually come home and feel like they arrived not only in their home, but in their personal relationships, in their working life. I really wanted to create a show that was all about interior design for dudes, but also about how you could arrive in other areas of your life. So that show was originally called Arrived, Bring Your A Game Home. Now that started, like I said, in November 2019. Now about eight episodes in, I interviewed one of my husband's friends who moved out to Portland and. I reached out to interview him to say, hey, Rob, I'd love to interview you on the show. I know you're setting up your space. You've got cool style. Do you want to come on my show? Of course, when you're first starting out as a podcaster, like just getting anyone on your show is a really big deal. So Rob came on my show. He was an amazing guest. Go check that episode out, too. It's episode eight of Arrived with Rob McNeil. Anyway, we talked all about this big art wall that he and his girlfriend had created in their Portland space and gave guys tips on how they could think about relocation and how to set up their apartment to suit them. And of course, Rob was gracious enough to share his episode all over his Instagram feed. So one of Rob's friends must have seen the post that Rob had promoted about his podcast episode because his friend reached out to me and he said, hey, I just listened to my friend Rob's episode on your show, and I loved it. And I have to say, it felt like you were talking directly to me with that episode. He said, I'm a single guy, I was just a contestant on The Bachelorette, in fact, true story. He said, I'm a single guy, I just relocated from Minneapolis to some small town in Idaho, and my space is totally dull, and I have to say that listening to that episode helped me out so much. Now, seeing that message was incredible because here I was this really early stage podcaster and to see that message from this guy was incredible because it helped me realize, hey, I'm really on the right path here. I'm really on the right trajectory. I'm really starting to put content out there that's resonating, and that right there is massive. This person was not in a position financially to be able to hire me as an interior designer, but the I will say the win-win about that is because I was still starting out. I had just started my consultation business, and because I still needed to get testimonials, He and I worked together, I think maybe about one or two hours of my time in exchange for a testimonial that lived on my website and lived on my Instagram at the time. And I really actually got a lot of traction from that testimonial because there was an exchange here. So that's another thing I want to say here too, is if you're first starting out in your business, as well as your podcast... It's a great idea to work with people that might not otherwise be able to work with you, invest in working with you. Now, they have to be your ideal client, such as this guy was, but it's a really great thing to offer a little bit of your time or a little bit of your product or service in exchange for an amazing testimonial or for an amazing referral. So that was a massive return That came from me having a podcast for my small business was that I actually got that return of having an amazing testimonial and not only just the testimonial, but working with this guy then one-to-one gave me so much more content ideation because instead of me doing all this research, it was like I was able to get in his head because he was telling me all like, what are his pain points? What are his struggles? What is he thinking about? And then I was able to create so much more amazing episode content and build the show just from working with that one client. So again, think about your return on investment for your podcast, not simply as a monetary return, but how might you garner testimonials? How might you work with a client and bolster your business in exchange for a referral or a testimonial and help chip away at getting your business off the ground? So that social proof and proof of concept in those early stages of my podcast was massive. So at that point, no money had exchanged hands. Now I worked with another guy in London, as a matter of fact, who I was set up workwise with from a friend of mine also over in London, and he was a single guy too. And again, same thing, he was not in a position to hire me as a designer. So I said, okay, look, you come on my show, (laughs) you tell me about your experience working with me, and we'll record an episode of it. And we did. And that was episode 17, Crash Pad to Bachelor Fab with my guest, Chris Hederick. And that episode sold like hotcakes, right? That episode was so downloaded. And I really started, again, then to start to see traction. All of a sudden, my Instagram following went up with my ideal clientele, which, of course, at that time was single men. Again, just getting a couple of those referrals uh, to your name when you're first starting out in your business is fantastic. And so your podcast can act as a major attractor of the ideal client, regardless of whether or not money exchanges hands. Now, of course, you can't do that forever. You have to be able to pay the bills, pay the mortgage, whatever it is, but you putting in that work on your podcast in the early days is a wonderful return for those building blocks of your business. Let's move on to when I actually started making money from my show, and I'm gonna tell you all about that story right after this. Hey friend, I hear you. You really want to start your pod in 2023, but maybe the text seems too complicated, or maybe you're not sure what you'd say week on week, or you wonder how you're going to fit a podcast into your already busy work schedule. But let's fast forward to 50 days from today, because that is the date that you could have your podcast fully launched. In fact, I guarantee it. When you take my signature Find Your Voice eight week podcast launch course. In week one, I'm showing you how to set up your home recording studio, exactly what equipment to buy, and a ton of deep dive exercises and insight building to help you hone your message to make a genuine impact. In week three, you'll record your very first episode. And on day two of week eight, yep, day 50, my friend, you'll have a fully launched podcast. Imagine what it could feel like to wake up in 50 days from today and see that notification on your phone that new episodes of your podcast are all over Apple and Spotify and Google. Imagine the people you can serve with your message. And imagine how you can turn those listeners into loyal customers. Because when it comes to marketing your small business, you know that it's about relationships, not reels. If you want to start off the new year with a bang, and finally break through in your business, head to atelierreid.com slash new year to enroll and find your voice today. When you sign up by January 31st, you're also going to receive two bonus video check-ins from yours truly and my January and February podcasting masterclasses as my gift to you. If you're ready to go next level and launch your pod, head on over to atelierread.com/slash new year and enroll and find your voice today. Okay, so we just talked about how your podcast can lend wonderful return on investment for you in terms of helping you build social proof, helping you build proof of concept for your niche, and helping you build a referral and testimonial network so that you can then market that and start to attract further clients now let's chat about how i actually landed my first paying client from my podcast so in march of 2020 we were maybe about four or five months into the show at that point i think i was 20 ish episodes in. Now, I'm going to pause myself here for a second and say, just because I was about four months into my show or about 20-ish episodes in does not mean that's going to be everyone's journey. Everyone's different. Like I said in yesterday's show and like I said in episode 20, you have got to be patient and you have got to just traverse your way through your show and keep putting it out there because one day you will hit. One day you will land. One day that client will find you. One day those clients will find you. And then it's going to be a game changer, but it's different for everybody. Okay. So in March of 2020, my friend Aaron Duke, he was my guest on Arrived in episode seven. Go listen to that too. It was an amazing interview. It was all about bringing self-awareness home. So Aaron became a friend after coming on my show. And Aaron reached out to me And he said, I want to work with you as my podcast coach. I love your podcast. I had so much fun being on your show. I love listening to your show. Can you help me be a podcaster too? Now, I'll cut to the chase on that. We had a wonderful time working together. Aaron was my very first client and I treasure him to this day. He is a wonderful designer. He's got a wonderful message and he really helped me take that first step into actually charging for what I'm doing. So what's really strange about that, and something that I really want to mention here too, is that the first dollar that I received from my podcast, so to speak, that first paying client that I received as a direct result of having a podcast, actually had nothing to do with the niche that I was serving It had nothing to do with the message that I was putting out there already to single guys, but it's amazing that came back full circle. The energy that I had put out there, the generosity that I had put out there, the goodwill, the service, the impact that I was making with my show came back to me full circle. It just didn't come back to me in the way that I had expected. So I had expected that all of these single guys would listen to my podcast and suddenly want to work with me. I did not expect that I would get a number of members from the interior design community reaching out to me to say, hey, you're an interior designer that has a podcast. I wanna do what you're doing. Can I be a client of yours? Now that's a more traditional return on investment because of course they became formal paying clients. But my point here is to say that when we try to white knuckle things and when we have these expectations of, I should see a return on my investment by now. I should see a return on my time, on the money that I've invested in my show. That is when I think we really start to get into trouble because I don't want to get too esoteric or law of attraction here, but I do believe that the energy we put out does come back to us if we allow it to. If we start to let go of money coming in and that return coming in in a certain way, in a very linear fashion, I think that's when things really start to flow for us. Abundance really starts to come in to our lives. So since then, I've actually had a steady stream of podcast coaching clients, but I never anticipated that, of course. And in fact, if you go back and you listen To pretty much the first 40 episodes of Arrived, that whole show was speaking to single men about designing their bachelor pad. So, a very, very different show in that first 40 episode season than how Arrived evolved, I should say. And I wasn't even planning on talking about that aspect today, but that was another massive return. That I noticed was that I was able to take Arrived and move that out of that niche of single men and move it into a show more about personal development as an entrepreneur, as a personal brand, and helping people out there find their voice. Now, I never would have thought when I started my podcast that this is where I would be today. Where I am now is I have great client testimonials. I was able to build my social proof. I was able to build my business sense of esteem there because I was like, hey, I'm onto something through my podcast. I was able to find a wonderful first client that wanted to pay me my worth to work with me as a podcast coach. And then after that, when I allowed it, I started to get more and more podcast coaching clients. And here I am today with this new show called Arrive Daily, which is all about helping you launch your podcast for personal development, passion, and profit. So to round things out for you today, I would encourage you to jot down all the different ways in which your podcast, if you have one, has actually helped you see a return, even if it's not a financial return. Have you met some amazing people as having them be a guest on your show? Have people reached out to you to say, hey, I really love what you're doing. I love that episode. And if so, has that helped you hone in on your message to your audience? Have you been a guest on other people's shows as a result of being a podcaster? Or could you think about, actually, hey, if I have a podcast, I get to guest on other people's shows that much more easily. So I didn't even talk about the networking ROI there, but there are so many different types of return that go above and beyond the monetary, above and beyond the financial. It comes in a number of different energies, and a monetary ROI is simply one form of abundance that will come to you when you have a podcast. Be patient, keep going, keep trusting the process if you have a podcast already, If you don't yet have a podcast, remember this as you're starting your show. And remember, above all, it will come to you. Things will come full circle. You have to trust the process and you have to allow that abundance to come in, even if it's in a form that you might never have thought of. Thank you so much for listening happy Friday to you. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'll see you right back here on Monday. And until then, happy podcasting. Thanks for joining me on Arrived Daily. If you've enjoyed listening today, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts. It's super simple, and I'd love to hear from you. Head on over to at slash review for full instructions. Till tomorrow, friend.